This episode is a rebroadcast of a Facebook Live event. To see Martha and Nellie's live show, please follow their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. That's facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. Now on to the show. Hi, welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. And today we have on Christine McKinney from Alibeth Allman. She's one of the most well-known and well-liked realtors in the community. Welcome to the show, Christine. Thank you. I'm glad to be on. It's so funny because I moved to Dallas. You know, Martha's always been a Texas girl. And for me, it was something. We moved from California. I came here singing and screaming, and now I love it. But uh, I just remember Alibeth Allman being such a staple in the community. Right, right. And that's one thing that people do love about Dallas. And we have people moving really from all over the country to Dallas. And um, I like to tell people moving in that it's not bad. You can, well, unless there's COVID, you can hop on a plane and be to the East Coast or West Coast within two and a half hours. Exactly. And I was doing that every single week until now. So (laughs) we'll come back. back. You can can go get your California fix or your New York fix. (laughs) Exactly. And and work. And actually work. (laughs) (laughs) And work picks. (laughs) So how how do you feel it is? Like, I noticed, for example, we have a neighbor who I love in Westminster. You know, Martha's my neighbor. And um, I noticed he put up a for sale sign. And I thought it was an interesting time to do that. What do you think about that? Well, I do think that this year started out pretty strong, like January and February were stronger than I can recall in many years. And um, really the COVID kind of brought things to a halt, but things are beginning to pick up again mm-hmm. and people are beginning to per- you know, look and purchase. I think there was fear about going out and I do think in Texas and, and Dallas, I mean, any death is bad, but we have been we have been more vigilant about keeping the numbers down and to where people feel a little bit safer possibly going out to look at properties. And we put in certain uh, protocols in place, such as wearing gloves and masks uh, when we go view a home. And some of my properties are are on key box, you know, they have a Supra or a key box and a couple of them are vacant. So it makes it a little bit easier to show. However, I do have uh, a couple of sellers who I've had multiple showings at their homes during this time and they've been great. They will wipe down with bleach before someone arrives. Um, they turn on all the lights. They leave the doors ajar to limit touching and then when when the buyer and agent leave they will wipe down everything again well it seems i would do the same thing because even though you know they know you're taking care of it you just want the extra protection right now so that being said do you carry in your car for people who are going to look at a house gloves and masks yes i do i've been i have those in my car and <laughs> I just, um, I had a showing uh, last week and, you know, I brought gloves and mask and the listing agent, it was an agent to meet property and the listing agent had gloves and mask as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I just think you have to be, go ahead. 
I was going to ask you if you've had any potential buyers that were nervous to go and look at a home and you've had to do anything creative to do things differently than you've ever done before as far as showing a home. Yes, we have. We've been, I have a California buyer and he cannot get here right now. So when things come uh, available of interest to him, he will have us, uh, either myself or my assistant, we will go and FaceTime him it, while we're in the home. Oh. and show him around and actually we made an offer on a property for him by using FaceTime and um, we ended up being backup offer there was already an offer in place but we're a backup offer and we'll know if he becomes primary next well, Monday. This is very interesting because I can see just like I can see with school I can see certain parts of this COVID-19 adjustment carrying through to your business and to schools, right? Like, hey, that's great for people who are traveling because you know, you know, when we were looking at properties, I was flying in from Los Angeles and every property I looked at already had an offer on it. And I was right. so, like I come in for the, and I was like, seriously, I flew in, I went to 20 properties and they already have buyers. What am I doing? Like, it, that's actually a great, uh, like prep before you fly in. Oh, right, right. And, if, if buyers do have a hard time coming in, I think it is something that we can use. Um, I have also been doing for my listings uh, 3D virtual tour, video tours. Mm -hmm. There's, it's called a Matterport tour, and some of them you have to use your mouse and, 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 and maneuver your way around the property. I have uh, some sellers who are actually from California, and... And uh, the wife is an agent in LA and she sent me a Matterport tour that she had done for a listing there. And they said, okay, when you do the tour, when you do the 3D tour for our property to sell it, we want it to look like this. So it was kind of fun because I collaborated with her and we were able to offer a 3D tour that's a little bit different. And if you go to my Instagram or my Facebook page, you can see those. I have, I've had... I've had about 10 agents contact me privately to ask me who did my tour because it is a little bit more unique than some of the other 3D Matterport tours that are being offered. Yeah, it's, I bet you're stepping up your, your Instagram and your Facebook game, et cetera, right now, right? Well, I'm pretty consistent at all of that anyway, but it's just kind of fun to have... Uh, a 3D tour, uh, you'll have to look on my, one of my platforms, but it looks like a little, one of my clients, she loves dollhouses. She goes, oh, it looks like a little dollhouse. Because <laughs> it shows the dimensions without a roof and it shows like the rooms. And it does look like the back of a, like a, the back of a dollhouse or That's like a dollhouse cool. with, the, with the roof lifted off of it. Yeah. And then that it zooms in and it's really cool. That is the perfect way to describe it, Christine, because I was looking at your Instagram this morning and I thought that is the coolest technology. Where did that come from? But I want to ask you this. Right. Your interest rates right now, are deals closing? Are they going through? Well, what I noticed uh, right this would have been like spring break, post spring break. So around the mid March until, uh, you know, the, the first week after mid or probably about the 15th through the 
27th, those first couple of weeks after spring break, when this became more prevalent in Texas and in Dallas, uh, the properties that were already pending that were closing quickly were most of those were were just falling in place and closing on time um some of the other buyers you know if the property was pending um some of them i've heard it didn't happen to me but i've heard you know with one top agent she went to the closing table and the buyer came in and said i'm sorry i couldn't do this over the phone but um i'm not buying the house and they can keep my earnest money so i have seen particular circumstances where buyers they're just i think they're concerned about where the market is going and and especially every day is a new situation there there are new statistics and new facts and and there's a lot of unknown moving into the future and um i think the buyers that weren't closing you know immediately uh around march 15th to the end of march a lot of them have had more time to pause and and maybe try to process what is going on and what the long-term impacts may or may not be so there have been a few glitches with existing properties you know that were pending to close well it's interesting and because it does seem like you're still working and showing houses and i do i take a run every day through our neighborhood and I run by different houses that are for sale, and I notice real estate agents going in and out with gloves and masks. I notice more signs going up. So it, it, it certainly doesn't seem to be stalled. Right. It's it's not stalled, but I do think there has it's just a lot slower than it typically would be this time of year. This is typically our busiest season, mm -hmm. and um, I've been I I did close a property. Uh, a couple weeks ago and it was one that was already in the work, you know, it was already pending before all this came about. But um, I, on that, I, I'm saying that the summer 2020 is going to be our new spring. Now, as long as the numbers stay down, as far as number of cases for Dallas real estate and Park City's real estate, summer is the new spring. My husband is in elective surgeries. He's he does medical supplies for orthopedics, and he feels the same way. It really came to a screeching halt. Now it's picking up, and he feels very strongly that it's we're just pushing the quarter off. The summer is going to be strong, whereas the spring was slower. Yes, yes, and I would say immediately right after spring break i had maybe one or two showings a week or request and like in the last week or two it's it's escalated to where i'm probably having you know five five to six or or five to seven showing requests and that's on you know some of my listings i think the higher the price the the fewer showing requests that i'm receiving so like the lower the price and especially if it's in park cities i have two properties that are currently listed at around a million two and those two i get calls on pretty consistently in fact i have i think we're having a showing there today mm -hmm. right right i was curious if there's any good deals out there like if i'm a buyer especially if i wanted a second home like a lake house or a ranch house i feel like because we've had so much downtime right now 
a lot of us are realizing we don't have to be go, go, going all the time that we actually could go to a place and relax for a few days with our family. And I feel like maybe this might be a good time to think about a second home if you're in that kind of position. Are there any good deals out there right now? Mm, I don't know about good deals necessarily, but I do know that that is a trend that's happening. I've had a client who wanted to lease a property at a nearby lake and um, I was talking to an agent who had a lease property. Well, suddenly she said, Oh, wait a minute. My, my client, rather than leasing, you know, doing a summer lease, they may want to put the property on for sale. Uh, and that's because there's so much interest right now in, um, the lake and, and recreational, uh, properties. Okay, uh, what about, um, what if we're trying to sell our home? Like you said earlier, this is such a big time that people are selling their homes. What should people be doing right now if they're thinking about selling their home? Like, is this a good time to be painting, weeding out closets, just getting things in order to sell your home? Right, I would say, you know, any exterior work that you need to do, like if there's wood rot or you need a fresh coat of paint around the windows, all of that you should move forward and do. Interior, I would be purging, uh, going through closets, you know, just purging because it's a good time. You're home uh, with your family anyhow, and you can even focus, if you have children, focus on each child and go to the room and spend quality time with them while you're cleaning closets. And um, I think on the interior paint, if you're needing to do that, it, it all depends on one's comfort level, if they want individuals inside their home or not. And that's kind of been, like when I mentioned the 3D video tour, the Matterport tour earlier, I've had a, a couple of sellers who declined my offer to, to do the 3D tour of their home because they just didn't want any additional uh, persons in their home unless it was absolutely necessary right well what do you feel about the market right now like are you feeling that the pricing is the same do you feel like i know it's a different period for you i know it's a little slower but do you feel like the value of our houses is still there i do feel that for the most part, the value is still there. I think it does depend on how long this continues. Uh, I do know that a couple of properties, uh, you know, they didn't appraise for as much as one as a sales price recently. And this has all happened since COVID. And I think some of the appraisers are hedging a bit because, uh, well, I heard one agent's property was discounted 50000 for COVID, you know, like off the base appraisal. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't know, I haven't had a chance to talk to that appraiser or any other appraisers about that. Um, it's interesting. I did have a property not appraised post, you know, post all the, all the chaos and, and the lockdown, et cetera. And, I think it's a little too soon. I mean, maybe the, the appraisers may be hedging so that they are not liable or sued at a later point, but it's a little too soon right now. Like things that are closing down, things that are about to sell, the, those won't be comps until three to six months from now. 
So it's to me, it's a little bit too soon. However, I'm seeing, you know, on the backside with appraisals, et cetera, I'm seeing appraisers being more cautious about what value they give. So I do, I do feel though that Dallas and Texas will be, and, and especially if we continue to keep our numbers down, as far as the virus count, um, I think that our values will hold stronger. And I think there, there's, there's going to be a pent up demand because there are a lot of buyers coming from out of town that cannot come and look right now. Right. You're going to be so overwhelmed when things get better. It's just going to come back and it's going to come back strong, isn't it? <laughs> I think that that's right. Yes. I think, yes. I think there's going to be a surge, you know, whenever this does lift. I mean, I'm already seeing, even with the restrictions in place, I'm seeing things uh, or activity pick up. Uh, I mean, it's nowhere near what it would be normally for this time of year, and I probably wouldn't have time for this interview. <laughs> if there weren't COVID, I would be showing a house yeah. right now. So, uh, showing and selling a house right now. But, um, but anyhow, um, I, I feel favorable about Dallas and our market and, and moving forward, even, even with what's been transpiring. Well, I have a theory, and I want to know if it's true or false. So, I grew up in Manhattan. In New York City, and I've watched that wave. Uh, I grew up in Park Avenue. I've watched that wave go up and down through real estate in the '80s, etc. And um, my theory has always been, in times like this, when the market drops, that there's a higher demand for the equivalent of the classic six, which is the you know you know what that is you know the apartment in New York that's three bedrooms and you know two bedrooms and a maid's room and, and a couple bathrooms. That's like the gold standard of a, a not too big, not too small house. Do you feel that's true in Dallas right now that you're seeing more interest in that kind of, you know, a house that's medium sized, not enormous as you know, is, is that affecting the market at all? Well, I feel a lot of it's price driven. Um, like even the week of spring break, the week after spring break, um, the two properties I mentioned earlier that are around 1.2 in the park cities, I was continuing to have, you know, one, two, three showings a week on both of those. Mm -hmm. And um, at that time, I wasn't, have, I wasn't having many showings on my properties that are between 1.5 and 2 million. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and this week I'm seeing more interest uh, in a couple of my properties in that range, over three million. Um, I've had one, you know, one or two showings at, at one of my properties that's newer, newer construction. Uh, but the higher the price and the larger the property, you know, the I think the interest hasn't really been there yet. And maybe some of those are some of the buyers that would be coming in from out of town that would need that mm -hmm. space. But I, I do think you, yes. I was just going to ask you, I know that you're one of the best realtors in our neighborhood. You've worked really hard for that reputation. And if somebody is looking for a realtor, what, kind of, street. what kind of things uh, should they be looking for? What makes a really ex exemplary realtor? Well, you're too sweet, first of all, to say that, but I appreciate it. I have worked hard and, and I think you want a realtor that works hard because they're going to be more in the know of what's going on and they're going to be more in tune with the market and also market trends and where it's going. 
Um, and I would say just, I always try to do what is best for my client. I mean, it may not be, it may mean that I have to sacrifice or, or it may not be in my best interest, but I always try to do what's best for my client. And I think, um, I think that's one reason that I've been successful is, is really keeping the client top of mind at all times and, and not thinking selfishly or, or, you know, positioning to where, to where it benefits me and not them. Um, but I think just having someone who knows the neighborhood, um, as far as buyers, like can, like with Allie Beth, we hear of, we sell more, uh, real estate in park cities on an annual basis. And, and I, we always, and, and that's kind of, it's, as far as dollar volume too, that's been true the last couple of years in Preston Hollow. So overall, the Alabethans are going to know more listings that are coming, coming soon, um, you know, than maybe some of the other brokerages. But um, what else would I say? Uh, as far as uh, selling properties, you know, you want to make sure you know your agent knows the neighborhood, knows um knows the comps, even details about the neighborhood. I've been fortunate to uh, do leadership. I lived in Holland Park for a while, also have lived in, in University Park now, and and I've done a portion of the leadership University Park classes, but I've done all of the leadership Holland Park classes, and I've been a member of Armstrong Bradfield Preschool Association, a Bradfield mom, now a, a Holland Park HP middle school mom. So I kind of have asked from all directions and even private schools. My daughter first attended the Da Vinci school and then she attended Green Hill. So I have perspective from the private school aspect. Well, it so, sounds like you but, really still feel that our neighborhood and all its specialness is still going to survive this kind of a, uh, I don't want to say disaster, but you know, it's a, a, a trial. It will survive that. Do you feel that way? Yes, I do. I do think that the Dallas market is going to be stronger than, just as strong, if not stronger than really probably any other market in the United States. So, and that is a positive. I mean, we may see values drop some from this, but they will, they will go back up. And um, typically when there is a downturn, the, the Park City's market, because of the schools, the backing of the schools, that tends to recover first, and it it's kind of a ripple effect. It it ripples out into Preston Hollow. However, you know we're getting this is the time of year that families would be looking to maybe move from Park Cities to Preston Hollow or Lakewood to Preston Hollow to be closer to private schools. So it's you know I think you'll see buyers coming in to to Preston Hollow as well, and a lot of those may be uh, uh, private school driven. Well, Christine, thank you so much. You guys have no idea how long this interview has been in the works. We have been trying to coordinate our schedules for, for several months, and I'm even during quarantine, she was a tough one to nail down. So we're just so thrilled that you were able to join us today. Thank you so much, and thank you for everything you well, did. Well, it was fun, and you know, the Zoom works well for me, and I've been able to you know, watch it on, you know, on TV and online. And, and like I said, my daughter's Bible study that we started. Uh, so, you know, maybe Zoom is the way we'll do it. Because <laughs> it's a little easier for me to just, you know, 
sit down and, and talk rather than a, setting a formal meeting time and meetings meeting at a studio. Yeah. So, but I appreciate the opportunity and, um, you know, feel free to reach out you all and anyone else feel free to reach, reach out anytime with questions. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Christine, how can, we, how can everyone find you? Um, I have uh, the URL sellingdallas.com and sellingparkcities.com. I also have sellingpristonhollow.com. So you can find me on those URLs. Uh, and then I'm uh, Instagram. I'm Christine McKinney Dallas agent. And, um, and then I have my McKinney uh, real estate park cities in Dallas on Facebook. Perfect. Well, that's okay, been another thank episode. Thank you so much. That's been another episode of the Bubble Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson. And I'm Millie Shudo, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. So well.